0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Nerds Unknown Podcast. I am your host, Ray El Capitan, and joining me today for this journey into the unknown is just the Big Jug himself. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? I don't have anything witty this morning. What's going on, guys? So, hey, uh, I'm glad Juggy's voice sounds better, because he sounded like he was, you know, gar- uh, over there gargling some rocks.
1: Hey, man. You know. yeah, I had... I don't know. There's, it's it's a long story, but I. Long story short, I had bronchitis and a sinus infection one year, and ever since then, anytime I get sick, automatically my voice goes out.
0: Yeah, it's just like. Oh
1: yeah, even if I get like a slight cold, I'm like. I sound like. <laughs> it, it was funny as shit though, man. Because when that was happening, like my voice was so bad. Like you know the original Fantastic Four movie. i said i said like the thing
0: (laughs) i see you now my buddy john he's not wrong now my buddy
1: john looked at me he's like say the line and i was like motherfucker i am like dead right now you you gotta you gotta work with me he's like now say the line i'm like fuck and i was like it's clobbering time (laughs) it's clobbering time oh it's bad man
0: yeah so uh for for the record, Will the Jester couldn't join us this week uh, just because uh, we all actually have some medical stuff going on. Jogi was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fighting off some stuff, and I felt terrible at the beginning. I still feel terrible every day, but I was fighting off some stuff. And then Will had another bout with his, with his cellulitis again. And so he's out. He's uh, on his way to the doctor to go get himself checked out, and he's got to get some tests done. After I'm done recording this this morning, I got to go to the doctor myself to go get looked at so we're all just a bunch of broken like you know hodgepodge like mismatch like barely barely going people so
1: well i mean it's it's the beginning of winter man it's like snow's on the ground temperatures fluctuating i mean the other day it was 50 degrees i'm like what the but now it's like like 12 degrees outside right yeah, now we i'm like jesus from, christ
0: we went from here in central new york we went from it being like 18 degrees overnight the one night to then it was like 40 the one day, then 50, and then it dropped back down to 20. It's like, what the hell is this?
1: i an absolute doo-doo.
0: What the hell is this? It's like, really? Come on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So let's go ahead. And then we got a lot to talk about today. Yes, we uh, do. Just because there was quite a bit of news that dropped in between. Um, then we had the Game Awards happen last night. Um, so, yeah. So there's a lot of news to talk about. So we're going to quick hit that. And then we're going to kind of jump in. Talk about some of the trailers that were at the Game Awards, some of the world premieres, the reveals, some exciting new stuff in the form of a new console design that we got yesterday. So let's go ahead and jump in.
1: I wouldn't call the console reveal exciting. (laughs) Well, I
0: mean, it's it's, it's Xbox. As much as I want to try and be like, hey, you know, let's, you know, let's try and, you know, be excited for everything and everybody and all be equal. It's Xbox. And unfortunately, (laughs) Xbox for me personally, not Taking away anything from any of you guys that like Xbox, Xbox isn't really exciting to me because I technically—and I say this all the time—and Xbox people get so pissed at me for it. I have the best, best Xbox there is in the form of PC. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize ahead of time because people are going to get mad. Um, So
1: people get mad regardless, man. Just say what you want.
0: So, yeah, no. So, uh, first and foremost, so, Hey, this week we had a couple days ago, actually it's three days ago. Now uh, we had the, a PlayStation state of play that I didn't even realize was happening until it was like almost over. Um, so playstation state of pr- state of play uh we got uh, a look at untitled goose games coming to ps4 oh it's coming God. it's coming next week december 17th next week yeah i want to play it just because i've seen so many so many people play it and then there was the the untitled goose memes going around yeah for a little bit and then baby yoda took over and it just like shut the meme game down because everything is baby yoda not wrong Um, And then the the game that I actually played the closed alpha for way back a couple years ago, Spellbreak, um, is coming to PS4 in spring of 2020, and it's a closed beta um, coming for that. And it's it's interesting. It's fun. Um, It is a magic user like like spell based battle royale. And I think the battle royale part is what put me off of it. Um, then we had dreams dreams is finally getting a full release on February 14th on Valentine's day. And then the full release will also add a full story, uh, story campaign. Um, and then we have uh super liminal, which is a, it's a puzzle game. It's uh, like the Stanley parable. Mm-hmm. If you remember that game, I do. Yeah. So the, it's going to be like that kind of thing. Um, then we had a look at a PlayStation VR game called paper beast. Paper Beast? What the hell is that? Uh, it's a PlayStation VR game from the makers of another world. Um, it's a game that's coming out Q1 2020. Um, it shows off like um, in the trailer. It was like kind of like paper, like, you know, the the origami. It like had paper, paper beast. It had like paper animals. It was it was weird looking like it, it was it's interesting, but it's not interesting enough for me to want to check it out. Mm. All right and then uh kingdom hearts 3 will's not here so in honor of will kingdom hearts 3 got their trailer um leaked actually before the state of play and then it finally went out um on during the state of play that they're getting the remind dlc Mm. and that's coming out january 23rd um and it brings back final fantasy characters uh leon yuffie and Aerith.
1: Dang. Now, uh, do you know why they did the name change from like the original to what it is now? Because it used to be Aeris, not Aerith.
0: Um, I believe I believe in Japan it was always Aerith. OK. And then in the Americas, it was Eris. If I if I remember if I'm rem- remembering correctly. Nope. Yeah. Um. Because
1: that was my first experience with it, and I'm like, why the fuck? Why is everybody calling it Aerith? I thought it was Aeris. I don't know. It's just a weird non sequitur.
0: Yeah. No. But um then from the makers of uh Friday the thirteenth, the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Predator Hunting Grounds is getting uh released on PS4 and PC on April 24th. Yes. Um and uh the gameplay showed off more third person predators and they'll ha- you'll be able to play as a female predator too. Well, oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. Um and then we got the lookout for Platinum Games' uh collaboration with Square Enix, uh Babylon's Fall. Okay. Very interesting look. It's a platinum action game with the look of Dark Souls, kind of. And so and so it's in, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's it's more information is coming this summer, coming up. So it was originally supposed to be out twenty nineteen, but it looks like it might have got a soft like a soft like quiet delay.
1: Oh, it got pushed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then we got the final uh, not Final Fantasy. Um, Resident Evil three. Yes. The remake yeah, is coming baby. April 3rd. Yes. Oh my goodness. Capcom is hitting me right in the fields with all these remakes oh, uh, because it. the Resident Evil games for me as a kid, like, they scared the shit out of me, but they I was also I actually had a lot of fun with them and I enjoyed playing them. They are because so you know this was, that was back in, that was back in the day when you used to be able to get like one game like every six months, so you'd just be playing that same game over and over and over again. Oh
1: yeah.
0: You know, so uh
1: that, that was that was before we had jobs and money and such, you know. Yeah, I mean?
0: yeah. But um but so what ended up happening was there was the leak of the art on like one of the PS like foreign PSN stores. Mm-hmm. And that happened like that Sunday or that Saturday or Sunday before if you were if you remember seeing the news. Yeah. And then from there and then we're like what? New new Resident Evil 3? Because it was Biohazard three. And so then that got leaked and then what was the surprise was originally everybody thought that Resident Evil art was actually project resistance. Yeah, um, but it,
1: it was it was the online campaign.
0: Yeah, but Project Resistance isn't coming, isn't a separate thing. It's part of the single player uh campaign and all that stuff. It's part of, it's getting packaged together with Resident Evil 3.
1: Yeah, it's 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 an online mode you could play with your friends and stuff. So yeah. I mean, like if you get the game, if like other people get the game, we could play it together and uh, we could do that after I'm we sure Stacy's going to get it
0: mode. because uh right now Stacy is two games away from having the entire Resident Evil collection on the current consoles where she can play it. Nice. She just needs Resident the original Resident Evil and she needs uh, Resident Evil 0. Nice. And then she'll have them all but um she has the triple pack thanks to Tommy on the Switch which was 4, 5 and 6 and then she has 7 on PS4. She has RE2 remake and then with this that'll be the last game that she needs.
1: Nice. I actually got to talk to Tommy. I got to see if he can work some magic and like hook me up with the collector's edition.
0: I mean, you can definitely you can definitely try and take a look and see what happens, but uh, uh, I'm then- I'm,
1: pr- I'm pretty sure it's already sold out. But I don't know; they might get a re up on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, a buddy so- of
0: mine a buddy of mine was he missed out. He didn't do the other Resident Evil collectors editions. Yeah, and he was sad about it. And then he finally got the th- the one for three, and he was excited. Uh, because they those actually where most collectors editions go down in value because nobody buys them. Those collector editions, uh, the the parts that go with them, like the collectibles and stuff, have only yeah. gone up.
1: Yeah, it's it's um, insane how much like the actual like uptake value on these collectors editions is. Yeah, and but I I still goddamn it, I still gotta get Resident <laughs> Evil Two, man. I, I was able to get the basic one, man, but I gotta. Hold on a second, let me. You, some you magic. Continue, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you continue, continue on with while the... you
0: do some googling.
1: Yeah, I want to. I want see how much the collector's edition for Resident Evil 2 is. Yeah.
0: So, um, so we got a brief cutscene for Ghost of Tsushima, um, which is uh, Sucker Punch's new game coming, uh, which we actually saw more about at the Game Awards. So that was exciting. Um. So next we have uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, basically just got an update on the box art on the store page for Square Enix and basically it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive play first on PS4 um, and then it's going to be playable elsewhere March 3rd 2021 so a full year of exclusivity Um, it looks like for just playing on PS4 and I will be playing on PS4 because I already have that bad boy pre-ordered and ready to rock and roll Um, And then we have uh, Star Wars Fallen Jedi is getting a photo mode um, that actually came out. It looks like uh, this past Tuesday. So um, have you ever if you were ever, you know, kind of wandering around because there are some points where you wander around and man, there are some beautiful spots in that game, like some beautiful like scenery and stuff like that. And, you know, with other games like Horizon Zero Dawn got a photo mode. I remember one of the first games to get photo mode that I, I can recall, like I remember was really a big thing was like The Last of Us Remastered. Cause there are some great scenes in that game too. Um, and so now photo mode has become kind of the mainstay staple for a lot of these first person games yeah. or not first person, but first uh, like single player games. Okay. Um, you know, so it's very, very interesting, um, to see that coming. So a couple other bits of news, um, here that are quick hits is, uh, MLB, the show known as a Sony PlayStation exclusive. looks like, um, they just re upped their contract with MLB. So major league baseball, And it looks like um, they're working out to to bring PlayStation, uh, the the PlayStation only game right now to other consoles for for 2021, Um, which could be the next Xbox, which could be the switch. Possibly it could be, you know, you know, PS5. It's probably already a guarantee because it's done so well. And one of those like underappreciated exclusives, usually, you know, those, you know, more mostly for sports fans, of course, and baseball fans. I am one of those baseball fans, so I, I appreciate the game. Um, and then uh, a game that is near and dear to our heart, juggy that we spent a lot of the summer playing, mm-hmm. Minecraft. Yeah, baby. Now ha- finally, finally, finally has cross-platform play. No. Um, through the Bedrock Edition, so it can play with PC, it can play with Xbox, and it can play with Switch. It's so, everywhere. So now, so now with that whole thing, um, the whole marketing that Nintendo was doing with Microsoft the thumb their nose at Sony kind of is like invalid. You know, they did that like over the summer, like "oh, yep. play together on Xbox and Twitch." Well, now it's everywhere, um, and it made sense. I, I don't know why it didn't happen sooner. It might have been have something to do with that PS4 like crossplay beta that was going on. Mm-hmm. But now that that's out of beta, now it looks like um now it looks like we got some more interesting things uh here coming. Um speaking of crossplay Mortal Kombat Eleven, the sons of bitches over at Never Realm <laughs> Never Realm Studios quietly implemented crossplay in their game with their most recent update. Quiet didn't hear anything about it, no fanfare, nothing.
1: Yeah, just um, snuck it in on you. Don't be
0: mad. Yeah, no, but um there there currently is no cross cross save cuz that was one of the things that somebody was uh was interested in. Um speaking of Mortal Kombat 11 by the way, we did get a teaser for the Joker. He's coming to Mortal Kombat 11. I'm of two minds with that because I part of me really wants another Injustice game. Okay. But I don't like the DC crossovers in Mortal Kombat. I don't like like ever since that Mortal Kombat versus DC was a thing. Yeah, like, no, was, I enjoyed it that was, game, but it's it just doesn't fit. You know what I mean? Nah, man, it was doo-doo. Just like kind of like we got ninja turtles, as as awesome as it was to have the ninja turtles. You know, we got them in justice. It, it still was weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's kinda like, unless they're gonna do like this major super duper crossover, like fucking Smash Brothers or something, then I could be like, Yeah, I could get behind that. But um, so yeah, so they quietly just was like, hey, by the way, crossplay, let's go. Um, something that I know a lot of uh, a lot of our friends and fans are going to be kind of feeling is the fact that Redbox, the popular rental uh, box service, you know they have the kiosks and all that no, stuff if you haven't yeah, seen one you're, you're under everywhere. a rock. You're under a rock if you haven't seen one, but you definitely probably have most mostly seen one somewhere. Um they will no longer be renting video games. Oh, they're done. They're done with video games. Um oh. You know, you can start looking to buy video games from them that they're getting rid of. <clears throat> but they are transitioning um, out of the game rental service by the end of the year. Excuse me. Sorry about that cough. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy that they're getting rid of games um, because that's usually a good place where if, they're, if you're on the fence about a game, and you're like, man, I don't know if I want to buy it. And it just came out, and you know, reviews are kind of here there everywhere and you want to check it out you could be like yeah I'll, I'll give Redbox five bucks to check it out for a night you know what i mean but now you won't be able to do that i mean other there are still other game services like gamefly or whatever that you can check out but that involves mailing and all that which kind of can be inconvenient sometimes but uh hopefully you guys uh hopefully you guys find a way to to kind of get around that um so two fan favorites right now are coming to ps4 and xbox one in the next bit of news here um they are going to be, uh, it's uh Bayonetta and vanquish. So Sega announced that the remasters of platinum games is Bayonetta and rink, uh, vanquish are coming to PS4 and Xbox one. The games will run in 4k at 60 frames on PS4 pro and Xbox one. Please don't start the whole native 4k versus upscaled 4k debate, please. We know it's a thing.
1: Yeah, we know it's a thing. We know it sucks.
0: And unless you have, unless you have a 4k TV, you're not like a full 4k TV with nice specs. You're not really going to be an HDR and all that. You're not really going to be able to take advantage of it anyway. So I don't get why it's a thing. Um, but it looks like February 18th, uh, 2020 is when it's coming, according to the anniversary uh, screenshots. So very interesting stuff there. Um, so with the last little bit of couple things here, um, we're going to into the entertainment now. The Irishman. Um uh, it, it was watched by 26 million people in its first week. I still have to watch it. I heard, I I heard good things. Um, yeah, I,
1: my uh, my mother was watching it, and I caught like the ass end of it. I want to go ahead and I want to watch it for myself. Give it like a legit shot instead of just catching like part of it and be like,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah. So with that, um, out of that, uh, and then um, it looks like it'll reach roughly 40 million within its first 28 days availability. Um, with roughly at least a 70% completion rating, meaning that out of those people, they've watched it at least 70% of the way through, which is pretty good for a 209-minute 209, 209, um, movie, considering and that's a long-ass movie. Long-ass movie, but I want to check it out.
1: I want to check it out, too.
0: Okay, and then um, so uh, we have the Golden Globes coming up. The, oh. nomination, the nominations are out for the 2020 uh, Golden Globes. Netflix services um, receive 17 nominations and it v- begins to validate the rise of streaming services as a means for television and movie content. Really? now? Yes. Mm, interesting. So out of those uh, 17 nominations, uh, some of the titles include The Irishman, which we just talked about. Excellent. Mar- Marriage Story, The Crown. And a few more, um, HBO comes in close with another 15 nominations, but they're a traditional like TV network, you know what I mean? Kind of. And then we have Ch- with Chernobyl and Succession. And, it, and then the other rest of the services accumulated um, 30 Golden Globe nominations overall, um, which actually beats uh, the regular cable networks like FX, BBC America, and USA, which only had seven overall. Um, Other notable nominees for streaming services includes uh, Hulu's Raimi, Amazon's The uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Apple Plus's TV, The Morning Show. Other surprises come that no broadcast network, um, you know, traditional broadcast network, which are the big ones like NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, or the CW, had any nominations at all. Really? No nominations. Oh, shit. Um, because, uh, last year, the last win that, uh, that the, uh, that the broadcast networks had was for Sterling K. Brown, uh, uh. who took out the best award for best performance by an actor in a television series for This Is Us, which if you haven't watched This Is Us, it's a very powerful, like, series, you should definitely watch it.
1: Yeah, if if you're if you want to cry, if you need a good cry, watch that show because every episode you'll be blatting like a little girl. Dude, it's
0: just it's just and it's just the way they do it, man. It's just, oh, it's it's oh man. I like okay, I gotta I gotta glance over it because man, that show gets me in my feels, man. Oh,
1: you are gonna gush about it for a minute? It, it, it,
0: it gets me, it gets in my feels, and it makes, right. me, it makes me feel good and bad at the same time, though. You know what I mean? It's one of those kind of things.
1: Dude, I I ended up. Like I was, I was pretty heavy into it. Um I watched like up to oh, season three.
0: I just have to catch up on the new season. That's yeah,
1: right yeah. I got to go ahead and catch up myself. But still, I was watching. I was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ugly cry. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Especially when she's at like the like um, the retreat. Uh, The big girl, she's at the retreat and she's like doing the drumming down on the floor for like the Zumba glass or whatever. Yeah. And she's just like reliving all the past memories and shit. And then she has that breakdown right in the middle of everybody. I was like, oh
0: man, I know it. I know that feel. Yeah. No, like, no, there's, it's just like every episode because it's like all the characters are interesting and all the characters have like, you can feel they're like, pain and their issues and stuff like that like you know what i mean like each of them they're all broken and oh, the yeah. thing is and the thing i think that makes it so relatable is this like we're all kind of broken anyway and it's just like but it, it puts it out there front and center to where you could see like hey i know my life's a train wreck but look at this like these tv people it's not the perfect family you know kind of thing they have their issues and all that yeah it's definitely it's definitely great and i i really wish we could have saw more of like jack and everything like that like we're finding out more as the series goes on but it's like god damn we didn't get enough time with them you know what i mean like like in the bits that they show it's just like they're so powerful and it's like i want more but then they're like no we're not gonna give you more right now
1: but yeah dude that that show hits you hard right in the feels all the goddamn time and it's
0: just it's it's so sad no and the messed up thing is you'll have those like one-off happy episodes where it's like oh that's so awesome and then the next episode it's like well you were happy not anymore yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you were happy, man. Here's the, I'm glad you fucking got that serotonin in your system. Uh, now we're going to bring you back down really we're, low. We're <laughs> going to bring
0: you back down to earth again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's, uh, it's definitely one of those shows that you should definitely go in and just prepare with some tissues. If you're a crier, you know, be prepared to pause during some moments where you need to, br- you need to take a breath, but yeah, so it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. So uh, last little bits of, what we're looking at are there's one good thing, um, because stranger things for. Oh, very nice. Uh, is start to set production in January, 2020, mm-hmm. uh, through August of 2020. Um, so it looks like there's a tagline Tareco or Tareco T-A-R-E-C-O, um, which has a, um, calling to Brazil, which is like, it's a small biscuit from Brazil. Okay. Um, it could be just a code name for something totally unrelated to it but that's the code name that um, that they're currently working under um, People are speculating it could be something like uh, because a biscuit you know you know for most people uh, is a cookie for us so they could be like uh, referencing that 11 is like a tough cookie kind of thing yeah uh, but we don't know for sure but hey it's very interesting. Stranger Stranger Things is actually one of my favorite shows. Like it was a surprise favorite show. Like it came out of nowhere. And it's just like, holy crap, that's that's a great show. Um, you know, so I'm excited to see where they go with that. So we should be seeing that. That's probably gonna be coming out next October is my guess. Um, in 2020. So from there, last two bits are kinda in eh, news, like I'm not happy about them. Um <laughs> so hey, Sonic redesign. This is something that I know Will would have talked about. All right. Um so the animation Studio, uh, which is responsible for the, f- the the biggest like change of this year after the, the backlash that Sonic the Hedgehog movie got. Um, so Moving Picture Company was shut down, um, which is they were also known for the animation in the life of Pi. Yeah. Um, so there was an email sent to the staff at the Vancouver branch on Wednesday um, citing increasing external market pressures. Um, so uh, they played a significant role alongside uh, Sonic Mania artist Tyson Hess in turning Sonic from the original version, which everybody was upset about, to the new Sonic the Hedgehog that we kind of know and love because they brought him back um, to the, the look that he had. They did, you know, have some changes, you know, still they still incorporated some changes, but it definitely looks a lot better. Um, so, you know, everything goes out, you know, my best wishes to everyone affected kind of really sucks. Um other thing that also sucks. Marvel television layoffs are expected. Um so uh Jeff Loeb is expected to leave after the merge over um because they are you know basically um folding in uh, Marvel Television into the mar- rest of Marvel Studios, which are headed up basically by Disney now. Mm-hmm. So, um, Marvel, uh, TV senior VP, pr- uh, current programming and production will move over, uh, uh, Karim Zizrik, I think is the name, will move over to Marvel Studios along the other members of the team. Um, there are a lot of others that are not expected to be so lucky through the consolidation. Um, they expect a couple dozen employees to lose their jobs due to the merger. Um, Kevin Fahey, who oversees the Marvel Cinematic Universe, will then also, um, We'll also be getting have creative uh, control over Marvel TV and Marvel Family Entertainment in the future, which help could break down some of the barriers between the MCU and Marvel's television shows. So, um, so this this wasn't too surprising considering Disney Plus has already been working on their own TV series and those are already under the Marvel Studios branch. Um, so it's just it's just kind of sad to see you know people losing their jobs when they've done. A lot of great things to bring our characters to life on the screen.
1: I know, but did the article also incite the, um, for the Sonic, um, the Sonic crew, didn't it go ahead and incite that, like, external, uh, production pressures or some shit?
0: Market pressures, yeah.
1: Yeah, basically, basically we went ahead and we fucking bankrupted them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what, what probably happened was is that they they had to redo Sonic and they had to do it under in such a short time frame which led to the delay. Um and because of that delay they probably over, had to overextend themselves. Yeah. And with no money coming in, they probably had to close. So, while everybody's champion like, "Oh, we did something." Um for every for every, you know, action there's a equal and opposite reaction. Just um, remember that.
1: There's the fucking reaction right there.
0: Yep, they they basically got push so hard and had to do so much that they hadn't they didn't have enough to stay in business so boy that was rough um nice s- job internet thanks job thanks internet like we got what we wanted but at what what did it cost everything
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> god damn it
1: you with the thanos reference fuck you
0: <laughs> oh man no it's serious like we, we got what we wanted but what did it cost it cost everything it cost the oh, yeah. studio oh, yeah. livelihood. You're, you're,
1: you're, I'm not saying you're wrong at all <laughs> it's just like well, did you really have to go ahead and do me yes like that, I
0: had to do it it had to be done
1: ah oh, it's so dirty because
0: it is Don't inevitable be.
1: God, a got <laughs> a twofer
0: i, I love you jakey you're you. you're fucking fired i got fucking fired <laughs> you step, into, fire my step <laughs> into my office step into my office
1: you're fucking fired oh man
0: so uh so for there for uh so that's the news for this week um except for what was at the game awards and that's what's actually going to be covered in our topic yeah holy crap there's a lot there and we're already like a half hour in I know, Holy man, crap. There's, there's a lot to go over there's there's um, a
1: lot of meat there on the bone
0: there's a lot of meat on that bone boy i tell you um but here we go we're gonna uh the new releases for the week uh we actually already discussed one of them was untitled goose game is coming to ps4 on december 17th and then uh Wadum is coming to ps4 and pc have no freaking clue what that game is
1: i was just going to ask you
0: i have no idea what that game is it's uh uh, it's an ult- the ultimate goof around simulator? Question mark. Excuse me. It pushes the limits of games, physics, and animations to create create crazy and comical results. Solving puzzles, uncovering secrets, and playing mini games has never been weirder or more wonderful.
1: I s- I spell this.
0: W a t t a m.
1: Okay, that's why I thought it was. Oh God. So basically, it, it's just like a janky physics game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh, uh,
1: oh, God. Oh, no. And look you at this. can
0: play solo, same uh, split screen co-op. I'm not going to lie, man. Just looking at the
1: screenshots, I'm kind of getting like some Katamari Damacy vibes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah. I agree.
0: That's what I was thinking, too. When, when, yeah. when uh, But it is from uh, Keita Takahashi, which is the creator of Katamari Damacy and Ooh. Nobi Nobi Boy. So that's probably why you're getting those vibes.
1: Oh my god, is that dancing poop? Probably. There's dancing shit. It's like multicolored shit. Probably. There's, with a dancing toilet. I shit uh, you not.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So no, you're probably. Um. So with that, um, we can talk about what we've been playing. Even though I, I kind of have an idea, it's mostly pretty much the same. Okay. Um, I played some Ark. I've played a little bit of Red Dead. I actually hopped on GTA a little bit because we had the Diamond Heist update. Uh, I'm probably pretty sure we're probably going to be playing some more Red Dead. I I need to start and I've been Star Wars. Um, I need to start buckling down and playing my single player games because they're feeling neglected. Like just in the last couple, that looks like dancing poop.
1: It is dancing poop. Dancing poop with the dancing toilet. Look at him. Look you how had, happy you the had toilet to, is. You
0: had, to, you had to interrupt me, but okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, there's there's like <clears> a, <throat> a giant like box in the background with a smile on his face. And then there. look, I don't know what the hell that is. That is, is that like a baby bottle or is that a milk jug? What is that? Off in the far right there. Top right.
0: I have no idea. Don't know if I want to know.
1: I don't know either. But continue. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. So I need to start. I need to start. Um, looks like it might be a jug of milk
1: okay god God, God damn it okay so you have to start working on your um single single player player games games. yeah Yeah,
0: just because i have star wars to finish i got Shenmue 3 with the launch of the kickstarter finally yeah um control i picked up at black friday because i had some credit um what else was there that i have like there's so many like single player games that i need to play um that i just need to kind of sit down buckle oh halo 5 is still sitting out there for me to play um I mean, I enjoy the Halo games, Halo, Halo uh, not Halo 5, uh, Gears 5, rather. Um, I enjoy the Gears games. Halo Reach is out there to play because that's a blast from the past. Um, you know, but I, I did enjoy like the some of the Xbox exclusives. It's just I kind of wish they wouldn't be pretty much the same game, year, game in and game out. You know what I mean? With little tweaks here and there. That's and pretty keep much in mind all it is, bro. That Keep in mind that that is my, that is my opinion only. So people don't write me any angry letters or tweets or anything like that. Like, you know, it's just, that's just what it is. Um, but what about you, Jug? What do you? Oh, and uh, the Pokemon. I got. To... I'm planning to finish Pokemon finally this weekend. Nice. Um, as far as the story goes, and then it'll be the grind for the Pokédex. Mm-hmm. Like you guys went hard on it. Like with me, I like to kind of just kind of let and let the let the Pokemon games kind of simmer. I don't try and rush through it right away.
1: No, I'm, I'm kind of the same way, you know. And I mean, Pokemon is just kind of one of those games where I like to chill and vibe out, and like I go ahead and I battle and I do whatever I need to do it's also there's hyper training this stuff now i mean you don't even have to like catch a, pro, uh, a pokemon with like perfect ivs if you have a shiny that you really love and you want to go ahead and you want to throw it in the ring just just fucking go ahead and uh just just hyper train that shit or buy it like a bunch of fucking nutrients or supplements and just like and just go ahead and get that thing up to level up to yeah. spec to where you yeah, want the, it
0: yeah the only thing with that is is that you can't pass on ivs to bread pokemon that way though no, that's and that's fine. That's uh, why that's why people are so like hardcore about their methods. Because you can't pass on, you know, you can't pass it on to other you know, yeah. to other uh to I'll other Pokemon it, and stuff like that. I don't that, give
1: a shit you know? about the other Pokemon. If I got one that I want and then it's like it's perfect in like three out of the six IVs, then I could just hyper train the rest, then yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah.
0: And that's just a way to make it to where like IV, you know, I V hunting isn't the only way to do it, you know what I mean?
1: Oh I know. But everybody goes ahead and they get like real critical and it's like, oh man, I need a foreign ditto for a Masuda's method and shit like that. It's like, all right, I I only learned about this like maybe a month ago, man. Just just calm down.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so it's like it's interesting to say the least. But yeah, but that's what I've been playing. With this with the side of dad and dad simulator with going to concerts. Yep. Two days out of the week so far. Yeah. And then I got Gabby has a play next week on mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yep. So making my life interesting here because, uh, you know, that was, you know, like four hours of my life. I can't get back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love my kids and I love that they're involved in stuff. But man, those those concerts are kind of rough sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah, it's it's I don't know, man. I sat through one a long time ago. It's like the ultimate cringe because you're, you're sitting there and you're really proud that your kid's up there doing something or like, you know, like um, my niece or my nephew was up there or whatever. And I'm like, I'm really happy that they're doing it. But my God,
0: then the acoustics in that in the auditorium are like the worst and having to sit through a con- two hour concert or three hour concert.
1: Yeah, but with, I mean, uh, it's, with it's, acoustics
0: it's, that you have a migraine.
1: Yeah. Best and it, it's feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a bunch of little kids and like their voices aren't like attuned properly, or like some of them are like prepubescent and like their voices are cracking while they're singing. It's just like.
0: <sighs> the, the band is what hurt more. The oh, singing yeah. wasn't as bad. Like the singing is fine, but the, the band thing. 'Cause I was a band nerd and by the time I was like their age, I was like, I was I was good. You know what I mean? Like, but that's because I practiced all the time and I started early. You know, a lot of them are just getting started. So I, I give them that and this isn't like be like, kids are terrible. You know, it's just it's just it's it's just as an adult, it could be kind of rough to sit through, especially like me with my migraines and stuff. It was, no, it was yeah. kind of rough. Like the play, the play this week will be not bad because it's just little kids, you know, doing the little skits and they, yeah, they have like the little musical numbers or whatever. But it's it'll be fine, you know. It's over in like an hour. Yeah. But like those concerts, and then the thing is, because Janae's in like seventh grade or whatever, or what, and so we had to sit through the sixth grade band. Then we had to sit through the sixth grade, and then every same thing for because every's in fourth grade. So I had to sit through the third grade this, and then the fourth grade that, and then you know the sixth grade. This. It's like oh, it's it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's
1: bad. It's it
0: could be real bad sometimes. Yeah. So uh, what you've been playing, Jug? Uh,
1: basically been playing Red Dead and Pokemon, but um, there are new events in Monster Hunter. They have the new siege that just dropped for uh, Safijiva, the uh, the adult form. Uh, the adult evolved form of uh, Xeno Yeah. so I kind of got kind of want to grind that out um, I need to do
0: a lot with Monster Hunter because Monster Hunter came out at a weird time for me because yeah. it was just like hey Monster Hunter and then it's like Borderlands and this and that and the other. it's like ah. <laughs> it's like you motherfuckers why are you doing this
1: but no dude have you seen the armor set and the weapons for that
0: yes I did oh I'm, my I'm God, very there's... interested and I want I want it
1: they are beautiful and apparently the armor can transform. So that's yeah. another reason why I want
0: it. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh also Borderlands three, they're gonna be releasing the uh the uh
0: the, the handsome DLC. jackpot.
1: Yeah, the handsome yeah. jackpot thing, man. So I'm I'm down for that.
0: All the games, no time to play them. Holy crap.
1: But see, that's why I like getting games like this, like massive games like this, to have a bunch of DLC because just the replayability. And also I can go back and just like experience the world again. And it, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fucking fun. And a lot of people just go ahead and shit on it constantly because it's not what they want to play or um, uh, like not a friend of ours. Not all the content
0: <laughs> is available all right away is the thing is that everybody yeah. wants everything right now, right now, right away. To just run through it quickly and then never touch it again.
1: Well, that's how games used to be, but now there's you know more additions and more, more things that you could do after the end game. You know what I mean? Like a buddy of ours, he go, he went ahead and he shit on Red Dead Online after a while, and he's like, "Oh, there's nothing there." But I'm like, "Dude, do you remember GTA when it first came out?" And he's like, uh, "I was like, dude, there was basically
0: nothing." And he's like, "GTA oh, had stuff, and then you know, GTA had stuff." ahead. No, like, stuff,
1: I was there. You don't know. It's like, what the fuck? Con- I had stuff. the contact Vietnam. missions, and that was
0: pretty much it.
1: Yeah, that's like, dude, it's not Vietnam. Calm down. You don't have to go fucking. Like, <laughs> not have to have a flashback of like GTA on me. You, <laughs> you know would what I mean?
0: Hunter with the damn Vietnam flashbacks. God, God. dang it! What? The, am I wrong? No, I mean, no, you're not wrong. Because it, it, it just... goes ahead and
1: they, every time we mention GTA to him, like, dude, there was nothing in GTA oh. when it first started.
0: You don't know. I was there. And It's like. No, I was there too, dude. Cause uh, I actually I, met said friend at the GTA launch at the Hercura GameStop.
1: Yeah, I was there too, man. You know what I got? You know what I got for pre-ordering a fucking blimp, and that shit sucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, <it> did.
1: <laughs> that shit was absolute. And yeah, what's fucked up
0: is they took the blimp out of out of out of the one on PS4.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they gave us another blimp.
0: <laughs> yeah, then they gave us the one with the freaking the nightclub.
1: Yeah, and that thing sucks ass.
0: Yeah, so it, it's like. I, it's It was rough, but uh, but yeah, so are uh, we good with what you've been playing? You got any more to add, or are we going to hop right into the topic here?
1: I mean, I've been playing with my dick. Well, I don't think we want to talk about that. No, I, th-
0: I think we're good with that. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't need to know that. Even though I know that, I didn't need to know it. You we're know, not one doing of those... it
1: while we're on mic. That's just, that's just rude.
0: <laughs> that's just TMI. So, hey, guys. Um, so, with the Game Awards, that happened last night december 12th yesterday um so some of the recap of that uh we got a look at the uh, console that i mentioned the xbox series x all i have to say is what the fuck microsoft that's our like, power,
1: what the f- of power baby your <laughs> fucking
0: naming conventions are fucking stupid
1: <laughs> There's just one guy sitting in the office. He's like, What can I name it? <laughs>
0: no, I, okay. So, my big thing about this is do you remember how confusing the Wii and the Wii U was for people? Oh, Because yeah, the people was, thought every, the Wii U was just an add on to the Wii.
1: Now, yeah. Everybody was just going mental over it, but they have to understand it's two entirely different things.
0: Yeah. Well, now the Xbox Series X, I can see some confusion with the Xbox One X. Oh, yeah. Because people will be like, Oh, it's the X thing. I want the X thing. And it's just like, eh. Which one? You know what I mean? And
1: yeah, which one you want? There's like four of them.
0: It's it's really weird, and apparently you're gonna be able if you're in the Xbox All Access program, which basically you're fin- financing in One X, you can do the upgrade next year to the Series X. Mm-hmm. Um, but we saw we did see something that I was like I was hyped for, and then I remember Microsoft bought the studio, so I'm like, hey, it's gonna be exclusive, but hopefully I could play that bitch on PC. Um, so we have Hellblade Two, Saga. So if you remember hellblade sacrifice
1: yeah i do remember hellblade
0: great game great great game
1: no it was it was a ps4 exclusive and then after a while they were just like nope all platforms there you go yeah
0: it came out to all platforms but that's because ninja theory got bought out by xbox so then it came it came it came other places um then we got a look at godfall which is uh the first ps5 game reveal brand new ip from gearbox software Ooh. of all people and it is co- described as a looter slasher so think borderlands i think i guess at first it looked like diablo i was like diablo question mark because like the armor looks very diablo ish like okay. the flms and all that stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and the angels and everything in diablo i was like question mark but no um one of the surprises of the 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 night was uh, bravely default 2 Bravely Default was a great game. I uh, I never played it, dude. I don't even know what it's all about. Um, it's a JR. It's basically JRPG um, from Square Enix. Um, it's from the team Asano that did Octopath o- Octopath Traveler. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the original Bravely Default. Um, it's coming out in 2020. Um, something that I'm actually interested in for the first time in like years. Warframe. Oh. Warframe Snap. Empyrean. Just launched last night, so it's live now, as of the time of this recording, okay. for PC. So basically, you could go from being a space ninja to being a space pirate. Dang. So I was just like, yo, this intrigues El Capitan. El Capitan is intrigued. I must find out more.
1: Well, you, you're you going to be playing that with that now, dude, because I don't think anybody else has that. Uh, I'll be playing that on
0: PC. Fuck. Fuck, uh, fuck console. <laughs> on okay, that okay. one that's Dang, definitely a right. game that's definitely a game i'd be playing on pc not on console well, just because um
1: better frame rate and all that better
0: better frame rate better graphics um a little bit more custom customization um i could actually there's some mods that you can use for it real so, mm-hmm. mm, snap okay 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 so then um we actually got a weird trailer in the midst of video games for magic the gathering Yes. Beyond death, and that tra- dude. I got to tell you, Wizard of the Coast has been stepping it up with their trailer game lately. Since I think War of the Spark, their trailers have been fucking spot on. They've been great.
1: I ended up seeing a trailer a while back that they had, and I was like, "What is this?" Did I really want to get into this? And all of a sudden, it was like Magic. I was like,
0: "What? <laughs> what? I've never played Magic in my life, but I want to get it." I've been trying to get you into Magic for the couple of years I've known you. So,
1: yeah, for like two years, bro. For like two, three years now,
0: going on three. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ, where did the time go?
0: Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, and then player unknown games uh, is coming out with the game called Prologue. Looks like it's a first person experience. Um, so it's very interesting to see what they're doing. Um, we didn't get a whole much, a whole bunch, but like a couple flashes during the trailer, but very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey, uh, Fortnite, that that game, that their game, is getting a crossover with Star Wars. Um, which will be a live event um, on this upcoming Saturday. That'll be passed by the time this episode is launched. Um, but it's going to be some a new glider, um, some skins and basically a teaser for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker.
1: Uh, dude, uh, I swear to God, if you can have Baby Yoda as a backpack pet, I might have to play it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if he can. But How amazing would that be? To. Like sniping
1: to. people and then all of a sudden Baby Yoda gets real happy and claps his hands. It's like,
0: ah, God! <laughs> Baby Yoda is like the best boy. Like, uh, he, he's best, like we assume he's a boy, but best boy, yes.
1: Best boy, 2019. <laughs> I don't care if it's a girl, best boy.
0: <laughs> uh, and then we got a follow-up to The Forest, Sons of the Forest. Yep. Um, basically it's that horror it's uh, the horror game by End night games
1: yeah the horror Um, survival yeah yeah
0: so it's it's very interesting to see what's going on there Um, then we got something that I was like "Ooh!" and then I found out it was League of Legends and then immediately was like nope I'm good Mm. Uh, so Ruin King a League of Legends story there's actually two of those and Convergence um, which actually is a platformer which is also a League of Legends story the art style is very um, Riot Games and and you know that, that the way League of Legends is styled and everything like that, so it was very interesting. Um, then we got a we got a uh, teaser of behind the music from Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, very interesting. Uh, I liked some of the music. I didn't like some of the music. Um, and then there was the performance. Uh, you know that was going on the performances, which we actually got performances from Green Day, which was sounded kind of off um churches and grimes they're old as shit now i mean you gotta give them some credit no i know but you know what i mean like i'm used to the the old green day sound and i know that that's never gonna happen again but it was still a little odd um but the tie-in for that was we're 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 never gonna
1: get the the dookie album again dude we're uh, never gonna get it
0: but uh the tie-in for that was beat saber beat saber um is getting the green day music pack nice so that's actually kind of awesome yeah is beat saber now the new guitar hero
1: basically oh
0: but you need you need vr thing to play it though yeah but i
1: mean everybody could play it it's not like how dexterous are you with your fingers it's like how good are you at moving
0: how good are you with moving your arms which for me may be a problem
1: how <laughs> <'Cause my, laughs> how fast can you move your body and Ray's, my arms like, are
0: shot yeah <laughs> my Ray's arms just like are shot shit. like i could try <laughs> I can't guarantee that, but I tr- I can try. Um, so then we got something that I was like, ooh, the baby was uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Um, all I have to do have to say is that trailer gave made my Vertigo kick in like immediately. Oh, okay. God.
1: Because
0: it's kind of like um, uh, like floating camera kind of thing. Oh, no. You yeah. know, it's like the floating like camera the pointed at the character. So all the movement and the jumbling and tossing and turning and spinning. And it was like, oh, I was like, oh, hello, Vertigo we meet again yeah i I couldn't look at it for the rest of it but it was interesting for the first part of it i was like "Ooh." um then apex legends is getting a special event for the holiday um, mirage's holiday bash Mm -hmm. which brings some limited edition cosmetics and skins as well as an event that's coming um along with it uh the winter express uh ori and the will of the wisps Looks very, very good. I enjoyed the first Ori in the Blind Forest, um, and that's coming March 11, 2020. Uh, then there was uh, The Weird West um, by Wolfeye Studios, which was made up of veteran uh, developers from Dishonored in the Prey series. Yeah. Um, that's their new studio with uh, Devolver Digital. It's an action RPG uh, set on the developing frontier. Okay. The, the thing that actually got me hyped because I was like, wait a minute, is that magic? No. No. And then I see the style and I see the characters. I'm like, sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, magic Legends got announced yesterday and it's an MMORPG experience with the mythical creatures and the warriors and sorcerers from the Magic the Gathering universe. Mm. Um, And it's developed by Perfect World. Um, They did like uh, Neverwinter and they did... um the star trek online and stuff like that yeah so very interesting pedigree there they have good games um path of the path of the warriors by oculus studios it's uh, a weirdly like cartoony street fighting kind of game like um streets of rage and final fight like in that vein yeah but i mean i could get it's down with v- that it's in vr
1: oh yeah i don't mm. all right
0: um, and then we saw Ghost of Tsushima. We did see the a full trailer of that, which they teased at the State of Play. I want it. I need it. I Dude, want, the Ghost I'm-
1: of Tsushima looks really good. Yeah, but how you were telling me earlier, man? Just go, just go ahead and talk about how the guy kept fucking the name up.
0: Okay, so Jeff Keely <laughs> kept pronouncing it the the Ghost of Tsushima or Tsushima. Uh, t- uh, t- like, t- t- yeah, he kept pronouncing that T. Now the thing is naming convention with 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 uh, Japanese words generally follows the same convention. So it's not a two tsunami, it's a tsunami. So my guess would be go following that name, that that pronunciation convention, it would be Tsushima, And that's the way I've pronounced it since I've seen it. Because in my in my experience, whenever there's a TSU word in that's Japanese, the T is technically silent. Um, but yeah, that made me cringe every time you fricking said it. Thanks for bringing that up again, Juggy. <coughs> um, okay. So the next two things were like, man, I hope they don't suck. Um, so gears tactics, uh, I'm a fan of the gears of war games. Um, just because of the narrative, the story through the original trilogy beyond the original trilogy. Meh, but I'm just hoping when I saw gears tactics, I'm like, I hope it doesn't suck. Like halo wars did. Cause halo wars, it sucked.
1: Nah, I don't know, dude. Don't don't get your hopes up too high, bro. No,
0: but um, but it'll probably be on Game Pass, and that's how I'll play it. <laughs> it's like that's legit. Like, I don't gotta spend money on it beside my making sure my Game Pass membership is up to date for PC, because I have the Extreme Game Pass or whatever, or the Ultimate Game Pass. Um, but yeah, that's coming out April 28th, 2020. So then um there was a game from a Chinese studio. 24 entertainment. It's a multiplayer melee focused game um, called Naraka Blade Point. I wanted to make the joke yesterday. I'm like, hey, are they going to bootleg all the animations and all the graphics and everything from other games? Because that's what we that's usually what we end up seeing with Chinese games, not trying to feed into the stereotype that, you know, but usually whenever we see a Chinese studio, usually they rip off animations or art or like styles and other things from other games or from other like graphical things. Um but it definitely looks interesting. It's very Chinese lore. Um so that's interesting because we've we've seen with like games like Neo and Sekiro and stuff like that where we've seen a lot of that Japanese influence to kind of see the Chinese influence, which is a lot of what I grew up watching with like the kung fu flicks and stuff like that. Definitely interesting to see.
1: Um I don't know, man. I was never into the kung fu shit when I was younger, but like as I get older I'm like I want to sit down. I want to watch that stuff.
0: Well, my thing is, is because being in martial arts and being around other martial artists and being around that kind of, you know, background as a kid, I think that's really what pushed it. My dad was like a big martial arts movie fan Um, and like the Kung Fu, karate, you know, all all the different, you know, all the different the different genres and things like that. So we would pick up like a movie like Friday nights. Usually um, when my dad was home, we would pick up a movie. You know, it usually be like one kitty movie, like a Disney movie. And then it'd be like something my mom and dad would want to watch. And then like a Kung Fu or martial arts flip. And that's how I got, you know, um, kind of immersed in the culture a little more and kind of learned a little bit more outside of what I was learning and what I knew. Um, Red Hill Games is transitioning to this uh, Red Hill Games. The developers behind Max Payne and Quantum Break are now working on nine to five. It's a strategic first person shooter. Uh, Alpha registration is open now and will take place in 2020. It has a very uh, Rainbow Six Siege vibe to it. The very tactical gameplay. Okay. Uh, Then in May of 2020, developed by Amazon Games. I forgot that that was a thing.
1: Amazon Games? Jesus. As as
0: I'm, I'm trying not to cough my lungs out because, like I said, I'm not feeling the greatest, but... It's a game called uh, New World. Uh, It's a place of unimaginable beauty and growing evil. Uh, Where the forces of death and life are in constant conflict. Um, Then we got a surprise yesterday. Um, It was kind of a re-announcement because um, Telltale, you know, they kind of are alive again. Yeah. Um, Well, the Wolf Among Us 2. Um, will be reborn from the new, or is coming from the new reborn Telltale Games studio. Thank God, man! And then um, at the end of the night, we actually got uh, a trailer for something that I found was interesting. M- Michelle Rodriguez came on on stage and was talking, and she looked like she was either high or drunk or something. Like, dude, she didn't. She seemed a little off. If you watch that segment again, go watch it. Like, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, yeah it was it was it was a little rough um but then she brought vin diesel on stage and they unveiled fast and furious crossroads it's coming in may of 2020 it's from um it's from the makers of project cars so basically it's uh action racing whatever kind of game so very interesting um, though, so that was like the new reveals, the world premieres, like the world premiere, you know, from the uh, from the game, from the um, the awards. So, I mean, it, it's very interesting. There was a lot of good things. And then the next thing would be like the awards. So to speak. Okay. Um, so the awards were really, really interesting. Um, I don't want to go to game of the year right off. Um, I just need, you know, preface that uh, game of the year. Well, one game of the year was not my game of the year, but it was kind of like, hey, I'll I'll take it uh, because there was so much hype behind the game. Uh, Out of nowhere, don't know why, but my 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 throat's deciding and wants to collapse on itself and making me cough. Oh god. Um. So, uh, winners for the different games. Um, best Game Direction um, was Death Stranding, Kojima Productions. Mm-hmm. Sony Interactive Entertainment was the winner there. Um, the other games in that category were Control, Resident Evil 2, Remake, Sekiro and Shadow, Shadows Die Twice, and uh, Outer Wild. Um, best Narrative went to Disco Elysium. Okay. Which they also won, I, I want to say they won like Best Art Direction or something like that. Here, let me go through that again. One second. I'm going to the other list because I like the other list better. I had I had two different lists, and I think I like the other list better than I had <laughs> the original list I had up. Uh, they also won Best Role-Playing Game of the Year. Nice. Um, so then uh, Best Art Direction went to Control, which I felt was pretty pretty well-deserved. The other games in that in that category were Death Stranding, Grease, Sayonara, Wild Hearts, Sekido, Shadows Die Twice, and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, best audio design. I know you didn't play Control. I know if Will played, if Will was here, we'd be gushing about Control again. Yes, he would. Um, best audio design actually went to Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Um, the other ones in that category were Control, Death Stranding, Gears of War Five, uh, Resident Evil Two, and Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Best strategy game, which I, which I'm totally down with, and was my personal game of the year. Fire Emblem: Three Houses 1 um, we had Age of Wonders, Planetfall, which was announced at E3, Anno 1800, Total War: Three Kingdoms, Tropico 6, and War Groove. Um, some of the ones that I was kind of like whatever about was like the Esports Awards, And because yep. like like I like Esports, but I don't follow like the scene. But we got um, content created of the year was Shroud, uh, Courage, Doctor Lupo, Ewok, and Grefk were the other. Uh, content creators nominated. Uh, best esports player was Buga, uh, who won the Fortnite championship this year. Yeah. The other ones were Faker, Perks, Simple, and Sinatra. Um, and then Best Action Game went to Devil May Cry, which I was actually kind of happy about because to see Devil May Cry win something because it came out so early in the year. And it was one of those games where it came out of nowhere. It was actually a really good game after what we got for Devil May Cry 4, which was kind of meh. But the other games in that that were that that were that got some uh, recognition there were Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, Gears Five, and Metro Exodus. Uh, the games for Impact, which were actually kind of awesome, because uh, they did this whole skit with uh, Untitled Goose Game and uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Honeydew and Beaker yep. from Muppet Studios. Okay, it was actually really funny. Um, but Greece won that. The other ones were Concrete Genie, Kind Words, Life is Strange Two, and Sea of Solitude. Um, the other thing that I that I do want to mention is that um, they have Facebook Gaming started this thing called uh, Global, like it's like Gaming Global Citizen or whatever. Yeah. And those are like games that have impact, or in that individuals that make an impact in their community and for others. And there were some interesting things there. I was I was actually really happy to see that kind of thing get tied into the Game Awards. Um, but best family game went to Luigi's Mansion Three. Uh, The other honorable mentions, Nintendo Nintendo had a good chance at winning this one because it was Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. All Nintendo games were in the the family category. Shit. Uh, Best sports and racing game, Crash Team Racing Nitro Field uh, was the winner. Uh, Dirt Rally 2.0, E-Football Pro Evolution Soccer, F1 2019, and FIFA 20 were the other games nominated um so crash had a good had a good chance because you know sports racing i find it weird that they started combining that because they're like totally opposite kind of genres of games mm-hmm. okay so best mobile game goes to call of duty mobile grindstone Cyanide, wild hearts sky children of light and what the Golf were also nominated uh best multiplayer game goes to apex legends uh borderlands 3 Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and Tom Clancy's Division 2 were all nominated. Um, Best ongoing game was Fortnite. Big surprise. (laughs) Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege were all nominated. Um, Esports game of the year was League of Legends. Big surprise, like I said. Counter-Strike Global Offensive. uh, Dota 2, Fortnite, and Overwatch were the other nominated. Uh, Best VR AR game. Beat Saber, big surprise. Not really.
1: <clears throat> hey man, it's a great game. You can't go ahead and knock it.
0: No, it is. No, but it was like based on the other games that were there. Like Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, No Man's Sky, and Trover Saves the Universe. It was kind of like the the like favorite. It was it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like it was an underdog or anything.
1: no, right. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. So best performance in in a game uh, goes to Mads Mickelson for Death Stranding. Uh, Other nominees were Ashley Birch for The Outer Worlds, Courtney Hope for Control, Laura Bailey for Gears 5, Matthew Perretta for Control, and Norman Reedus for Death Stranding. Uh, The fresh indie game was Disco Elysium again. Um, Grease, My Friend Pedro, which was actually really fun. Outer Wild, Slay the Spire, and Untitled Goose Games were the other games nominated there. Uh, Best Game Direction did go to Death Stranding. Um, Control Outer Wilds, Resident Evil Two, and Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice were also nominated. Um, so there was a uh, pre-show that happened where we did see some things. That's where we saw the Final Fantasy 7 trailer again, yeah, which baby. focused on which focused on Cloud, which was great. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate wins Best Fighting Game.
1: That's not a shocker.
0: Uh, we did get a reveal of No More Heroes Three that kids can- coming to uh, Nintendo Switch in 2020, which really looks really weird. Um. Amplitude Studios showed off a game called Humankind, uh, where you bring your civilization through the ages of history um, with your own leader avatar, based, uh, and it's shaped by your decisions and events. It's coming in 2020. Um, G2 Esports wins Best Esports Team. Uh, I guess it's Shockst, uh wins Best Esports Host. Uh, League of Legends World Championship 2019 won Best Esports Event. Uh, Zonic wins Best Esports Coach um man eater which if you remember e3 we saw that shark simulator game yeah looks really fun looks like a lot of fun i just don't know um where where it would come from or why or what or how you know kind of thing like if they're not by water how are you gonna get them you know how are you gonna get the people but they did show a shark like on the the golf course or whatever which was funny um death stranding wins best score in music Big surprise because Death Stranding. I thought they were going to run away with more. Like I was predicting them to walk away with everything. Uh, Salam, which was a game about refugees, uh, by a, a kid who was a refugee, was part of the Global Gaming Citizens, um, and it's coming to Facebook Instant Games. Uh, Marvel Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, which I still think you should pick up because it's a lot of fun. Uh, The Black Order uh, Rise of the Phoenix DLC is coming on December 23rd. Uh, It brings Cable, Iceman, Gambit, Phoenix, and the Danger Room to the game. And then, uh, (coughs) excuse me. (coughs) This cough is killing me. I don't know where it came from or why, but uh, Destiny 2 wins best community support. Um, And then the overall game of the year. So the nominees were Control, Death Stranding, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, The Outer Worlds, Resident Evil 2, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Like, out of this list, I was kind of rooting for either Resident Evil, Control, or Super Smash Bros. Just because, um, if you recall us having the conversation before, Star Wars kind of got snubbed. Uh, Just because it came out on the day of the cutoff and yeah, so it was, it was bullshit though it got snubbed this year and it's probably going to get snub, sub, s- snubbed next year because it came out on the cutoff of this year it probably won't get considered for next year and it definitely should have been in the running just like super smash brothers ultimate technically shouldn't be on this list just because it came out last year but it came out after their cutoff so that's why it's on this year i don't get why they just don't do the game of the game of the year awards after the year is over like let all the games come out in the year and then do it like that's how all the other shows do it yeah. Like uh like um like the the different Dice awards and all that all those other award shows that that happen for the industry and everything happen after the year's over. And they usually happen like February and March to recognize the achievements from the year before. But for whatever reason the Game Awards has to cut off everything in November so that way they can do their do their award show in December.
1: Because, uh, you know, it's weird. I don't know. I just don't understand why they have to always constantly switch shit up. And
0: uh, Well, it, it's kind of funny where normally the cutoff is like beginning. It's like the first week in November. This year was mid-November. And it's funny that that Stranding made the cutoff, but Star Wars didn't. Not saying there's a conspiracy there, but I just find that there's some favoritism. Um, like I said before, Jeff Keighley and Kojima um, are relatively close um you know they're they're really good friends so i don't know if they had any pull with it but you know i'm not saying but i'm saying it's it's one of those kind of things um but the winner of the overall game of the year for the game awards which a lot of people just kind of put it off is like oh it's just like it's just like tr- game trailer blah 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 whatever it's not really an award show it was uh shadow die twice was the overall game of the year goes to Sakito. so a lot of people were happy with that, and honestly, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, Sakito is not my kind of game, but congrats to Sakito. they won. Um, that just shows goes to show you that even if you are outside the box, you can still get awards and acc- accolades and recognition in the industry. Um, but I was really pulling for something else, you know what I mean? I was pulling for other things like Control or Resident Evil Two Remake, which. I don't fully feel like should be on the list either because it's always been a thing where remasters and remakes are basically a game that's already come out. So why are we giving them recognition for the game of the year? You know, and and that's where that's where I said the criteria is a little weird sometimes Um, because, you know, we can have our favorite games of the year versus game of the year. People are like, oh, well, it came out this year, but it's technically not a new game like the when I look at game of the year. At least in, for me, you know, we kind of discussed this during our game of the year episode mm-hmm. is I'm looking at a brand new game that is coming out brand new. For that year, something that hasn't been d- done already or something that hasn't come out previously, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why I feel like Resident Evil 2 remake. While I think it should be like part of the other categories, like had good art direction or that this that the other. Game of the year for me, at least in my like opinion, should be new content, new games that are coming out um, that haven't been done before. You know what I mean? That haven't been released before.
1: Well, we, we ended up going ahead and discussed that last week on the show. So it's kind of like. Yeah. Mm.
0: yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? And it's it just I just find it weird that, you know. Super Smash Bros is nominated this year when it came out last year, you know, because I honestly think it could have had a chance last year. You know, with with everything that had came out last year, Um, which and then I I really I really feel for Star Wars because I I really feel like Star Wars, they finally get it right and they're not going to get the the recognition they deserve from one of the more like higher profile um, game awards anyway. You know what I mean? Because this is the big one that everybody talks about, like the DICE awards and the GDC awards and stuff like that. Everybody kind of just it's those are more for like the industry itself. And so they're not so widely talked about. So, I mean, we talked about our game of the year. This was interesting. I don't know if you got a chance to really catch up with everything because I know you were you were doing stuff last night. You know, I was watching it. Like, I hopped out of the party last night, and I was just like, yeah, I'm watching this. And, you know, I did a whole, you know... Um I did a whole like uh, reaction thing with uh, the Phoenix Overdrive Nation and all that to get that out there. And, you know, because this is something I do with the award shows, it's something I do with E3. So just kind of keeping the tradition there. I wanted to do a stream um, for that to kind of do the live reacts. Uh, but with me having Ryan, little Miss Busybody, as I call her, uh, there was no guarantee she was going to stay still. I probably would have spent more time off camera than actually on. And even if I did get her to sleep in time, there was no guarantee she would stay asleep, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah so no there was a lot of good games like um i know a lot of people complain about this year saying that there wasn't a lot of good games that came out this year but i think we did i think we got a solid you know a solid uh class of games for the year 2020 is gonna be insane though 2020 just with the the first part of the year in 2020 it's gonna be crazy you know through like the the, the middle of the year I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm just. It's just gonna be crazy to see what we get in the second half of next year, you know. With you know, PlayStation Five and you know the the Series X coming and all that and the new games that are coming there and the exclusives and it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, Because you know, I'm looking forward to The Last of Us coming. I'm looking forward to you know Ghost of Tsushima. You know, there's some PC stuff coming out. Yeah, so it's gonna be an interesting year uh, next year. I think next year might be probably one of the best years in gaming in a long time again. Uh, cause every so often we have that year where it's like, man, it was a great year in gaming. Like previously, I think it was like 2014 following after the launches of the previous consoles of this gen with the PS4 and Xbox one. And then previously before that, it was like toward the end of the life of the PS3 and Xbox 360, which we stuff saw, saw stuff like Skyrim and uncharted and all that stuff that came out in 2011. Um, So it's just itching and before that, 2009. So every few years we get that, man, it's a good year to be a gamer, you know? And this year was another one of those years. It wasn't, like, outstanding because there was, like, no big game that stood out above everybody else. Um, I'm just kind of sad that uh, Monster Hunter didn't get much more love than it should have.
1: Yeah, I know, but, you know, what are you going to do?
0: You know, because that was one of our honorable mentions, like, one of my uh, honorable mentions for the year, I believe. So so game awards 2019 is almost over holy crap what are we doing with ourselves juggy 2019 is almost over we're in mid-december 2019 it's doo-doo so yeah guys so it's been a crazy year thank you for going on this episode i did warn you that it was going to be a little longer so the last two have been a little longer in the tooth but it's something we're talking about games because that's one of the passions um that we have in nerd culture and all, everything like that so we hope you guys enjoy these we love to hear from you guys your feedback and everything like that um i'm gonna have to get ready to go here because i gotta get ready to go to a doctor's appointment uh, i know juggy's got stuff going on today even though i know it's probably gonna be red den mostly because he gonna he get in on that moon shining oh yeah gotta get it going baby gotta get it going but hey guys th- that'll be it for this week's episode. Uh, we love you guys we appreciate you a little bit of a shout out hey everything is up and running everything is working properly as far as i know google is finally sorted its shit it's um, a thing of beauty yeah so uh spotify apple podcast pocket cast google play music uh podcast we're there uh the anchor is uh where you can go it's anchor.fm slash nerds unknown is where you can find us um and that'll give you the link to all of our Ooh, other cool. things um, next thing we need to do, Juggie, is we need to work on our social media. I have to sit down and talk with you about that. Yeah. Um, but just kind of give the, the listeners a little bit of a preview. Uh, we're going to get our, we're gonna get our um, social media up and running a little bit better. So that way, a lot of our messaging and our updates are going to come from our social media on uh, probably Twitter and Instagram. Instagram is still broken. Don't know why. Uh, but I'll have to figure that out. Um, and then just go from there. But, hey, guys, we appreciate you that'll be it for this week's episode of the nerds unknown podcast it's game over but hey guys if you enjoyed it definitely let us know but on behalf of the big drug himself this is El capitan saying as always guys keep it nerdy stay moisty my friends and always always rise above rise above y'all That will be all for this week's Nerds Unknown Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, give us a like on the podcast platform of your choice and share with the nerds in your life. To give us feedback, to submit questions or topics, you can email us, nerdsunknownpodcast at gmail.com. Please be sure to follow Nerds Unknown on Instagram and Twitter, at nerdsunknown. For gaming adventures of the unknown kind, follow us at twitch.pv forward slash nerdsunknown. This is El Capitan signing off and reminding you guys to always rise above goodbye until next time and as always keep it nerdy nerds unknown podcast out